From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, August 8th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The search is on for at least two shooters who opened fire in Cincinnati's Over the Rhine neighborhood over the weekend. More from ONN's Tracy Townsend. Investigators believe a total of nine people were shot in the chaos. All nine victims are out of the hospital, but the mother of one of the victims says her son's life has changed after that shooting. He might be able to walk again ever. That's it. How does he live from here? How does he pay his bills? Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has not yet spoken out about the violence. Now, the Democratic candidate for Ohio Governor Nan Whaley tweeted that her heart goes out to the community in Cincinnati. She says no one should have to live in fear that shootings like this can happen on any given day. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. Police say Stephen Marlowe, suspected in the shooting deaths of four people in two homes just north of Dayton on Friday, is now in police custody. ONN's Brittany Bailey reports. Butler Township Police say he was found in Lawrence, Kansas. Now, he's been wanted since four people were killed Friday night in Butler Township, which is near Dayton. Police released the identities of the four victims. 83-year-old Clyde Knox and 78-year-old Eva Knox were found dead in their home after a report of shots fired. Well, shortly after that, in a separate home, Sarah Anderson and her 15-year-old daughter Kayla were found dead. I'm Brittany Bailey. A 27-year-old medical student at Ohio State University collapsed and died on Saturday while riding in the annual Pelotonia event to raise money for cancer research. ONN's Richard Solomon says a special vigil was held for him. Mason Fisher was at 100 miles and suddenly passed away. Mason didn't finish his ride, so members of Team Buckeye and his friends made sure it was finished for him. They rode 2.9 miles in honor of him. His classmate Matthew was a part of that. So being able to finish that tonight as a community, words just can't describe it. Mason will never be forgotten on this campus or in their hearts. Richard Solomon in Columbus. A 33-year-old man is dead and his 9-year-old son injured after their horse and buggy were struck by a car Saturday afternoon in northeast Ohio's Geauga County. The Ohio State Patrol says the crash happened about 35 miles northeast of Akron. Stephen Hostetler of Garrettsville was driving the horse-drawn buggy on a state highway when it was hit from behind by a car just after 5.30 p.m. Both father and son were sent flying from the buggy, and the elder Hostetler died on impact. The child was rushed to a hospital with what are being called serious injuries. The driver of the car, a 34-year-old Warren man, was not hurt in the crash, which is still under investigation. Monkeypox cases are still on the rise. According to the latest CDC report, there are more than 7,500 confirmed cases nationwide. That includes 45 here in Ohio. The president and his White House staff say they're doing everything they can to get the outbreak under control. The president's going to do everything that he can uh, to make sure that we end this outbreak. He is working on this. His team is working on this every day. He's regularly updated. He knows what's happening. He knows how this is being handled. He knows uh, that we are doing everything that we can to increase the the vaccine supply, which is going to make a difference. That's White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. So far, there have been no reported monkeypox deaths in the U.S. Two men accused of coming up with a plan to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer in 2020 are facing a second trial this week. And that case has an Ohio connection. More on this from ONN's Dave James. It comes months after a jury couldn't reach a verdict on Adam Fox and Barry Croft Jr. while acquitting two others. 
The result in April was a blow to federal prosecutors. They had set out to show that extremists were committed to snatching Whitmer and causing chaos close to the election between Joe Biden and then-President Donald Trump. Prosecutors say the plan was drawn up at a coffee shop in suburban Columbus. Defense attorneys argue that Fox and Croft were shielded by the First Amendment when they expressed malicious opinions and were entrapped every step of the way by agents. Jury selection starts tomorrow. Dave James, ONN News. Cleveland's police department is struggling with staffing issues. ONN's Emma Henderson reports. Overloaded, overworked, and understaffed. That's what Cleveland Police Patrolmen's Association President Jeff Fulmer says they're up against. Our homicide units, our detective bureaus, our sex crimes units, domestic violence, all getting overloaded with cases. Fulmer says Cleveland's police force should sit at around 1,500 officers, and we're about 18%, or between 260 and 270, short right now, with small police classes coming up. In Northeast Ohio, Emma Henderson. Columbus City School administrators are preparing for teachers to go on strike. Tonight, board members will meet in a special session to make plans for their next move. This comes after the union rejected an offer for a new contract and is now planning to strike before the school year starts, claiming the district abandoned them over issues like pay and building conditions. The district says the union is spreading misinformation. Well, members and union spokesperson Regina Fuentes says they're doing what they need to do for their students. No matter what, we are going to issue our 10-day notice for the strike, and hopefully that will help push the district to get back to the table. So we are just doing whatever is necessary to give Columbus City students the schools they deserve. The district claimed it made its final offer last month, but said they never walked away from the talks. Toledo's development team wants to see more people living downtown. ONN's Trent Croce has more with Paul Toth. Connect Toledo works with both the Downtown Toledo Improvement District and the Development Corporation that sets the vision for new development. Our goal at Connect Toledo is really trying to double the number of people living in downtown over the next six, seven years, eight years. Toth says they can't make that happen without putting in a lofty investment to get people to move on down. As the pandemic has created many changes, he says larger cities are experiencing more vacancies than cities like Toledo, but it is still higher than they would like. Trent Croce in Toledo. And the sale of champions at the Ohio State Fair set records across the board yesterday with a total of $676,500 raised at the auction to support junior exhibitors and youth programs. ONN's Lacey Crisp reports. Several animals from the Grand Champion Market exhibit sold for record sales. First, the Grand Swiss Cheese section, representing the seven dairy champions, sold for $50,000. Then the Grand Champion Market Goat exhibit sold for $26,000. And the Grand Champion Market Borough exhibit sold an animal for $66,000. There were several records broken for animals selling at the Ohio State Fair. Lacey Crisp in Columbus. The top bid was for the Grand Champion Steer, exhibited by Riley Egbert from Auglaise County, and purchased by SNS Volvo of Lima for $225,000. Special thanks to our affiliates WBNS TV in Columbus, WTOL TV in Toledo, and WKYC TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.